Okay, please find a comfortable posture. Keep your back straight as much as you can. Gently close your eyes. Take a few deep, long breaths. Relax your whole body. Observe each part of your body from the top of your head to lower of your toes. And get comfortable with your posture and your body. Again, take a few deep, long breaths and relax your body. And this beautiful morning, you all are here. And you are going to spend peaceful and relaxed time with yourself. Be grateful for this moment, your practice, also for your commitment. With these thoughts, let's start our practice. Let's practice self-love. Repeat these words to yourself lovingly and kindly. And same time try to understand the meaning of these words. May I learn to forgive and accept myself. May I be well in mind and body.
May I be skillful. May I be confident. May I learn to care for myself with joy and ease. May I be well, may I be happy, may I be peaceful. While you are repeating these words, same time, feel yourself as your best friend. You are the best friend of yourself, that's why you are here and practicing with us. As a best friend, you always thinking to take care of yourself mentally and physically. Now imagine your loved ones, imagine their faces individually, maybe in your family there is someone that really needs your blessings, your good wishes, everyone who is really close to you. Without any judgments. Think, may all my loved ones be filled with loving kindness. May not any difficulties 
or dangerous come to them. May they be able to take care of themselves happily. May they be strong and healthy mentally and physically. If you want to change your posture, you can change it any time. Be kind to your body. Just imagine, in this moment, you are thinking about loving thoughts. You are having a completely different mind. It is very peaceful and lovely and relaxed. And we can send our beautiful wishes towards all the living beings. May all the living beings be safe, be protected. May they be able to find peaceful and healthy environments. May they be able to Take care of themselves happily.
while we are practicing loving thoughts, we can skip our difficult ones. If you have any difficult people in your life, think of them without having any difficult thoughts or anger thoughts. Try to send your kindness, your good wishes towards your difficult ones. May my difficult people be well. Be happy. Be peaceful. May they be able to find noble friends. Now we can practice breathing meditation and take a few deep long breaths and slowly bring your attention to your breathing process. Bring your attention to the tip of your nose while you are practicing many thoughts may distract you. Let them come and go and whenever you are having thoughts just know you are having thoughts and please come back to your breath don't be sad or worry this is your practice time and let's start our meditation and just allows your body to breathe naturally and observe your inner and outer breath.
Breathe in mindfully. Breathe out mindfully. When you are inhaling, you know that your body is inhaling. When you are exhaling, you know that your body is exhaling. Enjoy this moment with focusing on your natural breathing process.
again if you are wondering just know you are having thoughts and come back to your breathing process Breathe in mindfully, breathe out mindfully. Just imagine in this moment you are focusing on your breathing process that we usually want. The breath it is always with us that you all know as a healthy person we are having more than 24,000 breaths per day. But in this moment, you are observing, you are focusing on your breath. That we all know, whenever we are having a tough time, that's the one exercise we all do. Usually we take a moment, take a break, and then we are having, we are taking few long breaths that short exercise can completely change your moment how way you think the situation I do that always it's mean the tool is always with you it is your breath breath 
it is teaching us so many lessons think about awareness how to stay focused and also there are so many therefore be grateful for your practice and your commitment you are sitting here peacefully and practicing meditation with us it is wonderful that most people can't do and also while we are practicing breathing meditation maybe you may notice many thoughts they are rising remaining and disappearing that's the nature of our mind always having thoughts and now please try to understand the nature of your mind slowly observe your inner world your inside you are the only one who can see you who can see your inside when you see you can see your skillful mind your beautiful mind your good mind be grateful for your good mind try to develop your good thoughts every day and also you can see your own skillful mind don't worry if you see it is mean you can fix it this practice will help you to develop your beautiful mind to develop your good mind and now please bring your hands together in front of your heart make a strong determination to apply this practice to your daily life at least 2 3 minutes May peace be with you. May all the living beings be well, be happy, be peaceful. Thanks so much. <clears throat> okay, now we can start our chanting practice, page number four. Let's chant together. Namo tassa. भगवतो अर्हतो सम्मासंबुद्धस नमो तस्स भगवतो अर्हतो सम्मासंबुद्धस नमो तस्स भगवतो अर्हतो सम्मासंबुद्धस्बुदरण्चा दमसरण्चा संघंसरण्च 
दुतीयंपे बुद्धन सरनं गच्छामि दुतीयंपे धम्मन सरनं गच्छामि दुतीयंपे संघं सरनं Tatiyampe buddhan saranam gacchami Tatiyampe dhamman saranam gacchami Tatiyampe sangham saranam gacchami अनिच्छावत संकारा उपादवायदमिनो उपाजित्वा निरुचन्ति ते संभूप समुसुको सब्बे सत्ता अवेरा हन्तु सब्बे सत्ता अभ्यापज्जा हन् सब्बे सत्ता अनेगा हन्तु सब्बे सत्ता सुखियत्तानं परिहरंतु मनोपुंबंग मादम्मा मनोसेत्ता मनोमया मनसाचे पदुचेन भासतेवा करो नंदुक्ह मन्वेति चक्कंव तोपदं मनोपुंबंग मादम्मा मनोसेत्ता मनोमया मनसाचे पसन्नेन भासते वा खरोते वा ततो नंसुख मन्वेति छायाव अनपायिनि माइन इस द फॉर्नमिस्टेड We believe. We believe in generosity towards others. We believe the skillful noble path is marked by generosity. Think generously. 
speak generously actually we believe generosity is the heart of our spiritual practice and this practice allow us to become more open accepting and forgiving we believe extending generosity to ourselves and others is a direct of healing division bringing joy my wish may i become at all times both now and forever a protector for those without protection a guide for those lost their way a shield for those with an ocean to cross <coughs> place of refuge for you and a servant to all in need by means of this meritorious deed <coughs> only the wise until the time at in nirvana okay good morning everyone how are you today <laughs> it is very happy to see you all and thank you so much for being here and nice to see many people Uh, so today uh, i would like to talk about um, once in a while i share with you about my childhood how i how i live my life in my temple in sri lanka and so um, sometimes my uh, my friends and also my students they are still in my temple and they call and they they asking how are you doing bante and uh, sometimes they are happy sometimes not so uh, then um, i'm i'm talking with them and because um, so i was very close teacher to them sometimes they came to me and they were telling me with with about their personal life some personal problems so i helpful i help them so much many different ways so still they, they are uh, talking to me and they want to um they want to see i'm doing good also here and um but um, um many years ago so i went to my temple 2001 i was a 10 years or 9 years old little boy so the 2001 and now it is completely different temple and i know some of you visited our temple and tyler and grant and you three visited there and i know some people and um, so now it is a completely different temple so the back in the days i remember the where we were living uh, we were living a long hall uh, i think around 25 little monks include me we were living there that hall it was very very old hall so it was kind of spooky and uh, so that's the only place we had to live because uh, we didn't have enough buildings so now more than 150 monks live in there so but that time many monks but no enough places no enough hall or rooms so the hall it was very old and um, behind the behind the long hall uh, many bushes it's like a little little forest and many many bushes and um, many many trees and the other thing is always we saw many snakes because of the the bushes sometimes uh, they were uh, going through our our hall sometimes they were under the beds it was it was very dangerous sometimes uh, i used to do that whenever i go to sleep i check my under the check under the pillow under the bed also under the mattress so i want to make sure there are no any snakes some were very poisonous some were very innocent the innocent ones they are like this this much big 
more than six, seven feet long. Very, very uh, gross. I don't like snakes. <laughs> so it was very, very hard. So, but every, every day, almost every evening, we had to do the same thing. And the hall, it was very old, and the windows, they were broken, and the nighttime, the cold wind, and we didn't have enough blankets to cover, and only the rope, maybe you learned last week about the ropes, so we had to uh, wear a rope as a blanket. So um, it was it was very different. Then I do remember after um, someone donated uh, bunk beds, and we love it because we never had a bunk beds. So the senior monks, they got a top bed, so I got a top one. <laughs> so the little ladder, sometimes I switch with my other friends, and it was very, it was wonderful memories. So sometimes I'm telling these um, stories with the little monks, now they don't have that experience. So um, also, uh, there was a one teacher, uh, two teachers, they were wonderful two teachers. I am here because of them also, also because of Bhante Sujata. And um, so one, he's living in Australia, other one he's in Pittsburgh. In the evening, uh, especially in the weekends, so we had a really hard schedule. We had to follow the schedule, working up early in the morning at 4, 4.30. So it is not easy. Sometimes uh, we felt, I want to go. So it was very hard. So, however, the weekends, we had a, a free time. So there's a one area, uh, it is like a jungle. The two, uh, three, four rooms for the senior monks, like a middle of the forest. So many, many trees and uh, the uh, every weekend, we had two hours to go and play. But in order to play, we have to do everything perfectly. All the under 14 age monks, so I was under 14 that time, I can go and play. We, we can do whatever we want. We can climb the trees, we can fight with each other, and also the, the two teachers, they came and they, they also um, play with us. But who is not doing good, they can come and play. So that's, that was the only time we had so much fun time. So now the monks, the little monks, they don't have, but we, we are not allowed to play. But the, our teachers, they want to um, teach us in different ways. So that how I how we uh, how I studied, and also I do remember one day. Um, uh, so usually our monastery, the school, start at uh, one 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 p.m. The bell is ring, then we have to go to the uh, hall to study the uh, different classrooms. Then five thirty, the bell is ring, then it's the class done. Then <clears throat> one evening. Uh, uh, right after the bell ring, I was so much hurry to go and change my clothes. I had a little suitcase. I had a, a few clothes, and um, I ran to my room, the long hall, the spooky hall. Then I wanted to grab some clothes, but I, I touched some rubbery. It was a long snake. <laughs> I ran to outside. Then uh, we all we were screaming, and uh, some monk they came and he took him out. So that's how we grew up in the temple. So now, the, the, recently they built a four-story uh, long uh, big building, and so the long old hall, it is gone, the two-story building, and each little monks, they have a room, uh, two monks live in there, they have a door, they can close the door, they have a privacy, so they have a little uh, table, little rack, and uh, they have such a uh, uh, they have everything to study and practice. 
But what I want to tell you, sometimes they are not happy. <laughs> but I am still enjoying my past. Some days I wasn't happy, but I am still love it. How I study, how I spend time over there. Maybe when I tell you these stories, maybe your mind is going to your past. How you spend night, uh, little childhood with your parents. So uh, I'm always uh, telling the students, the little monks. So I know this is hard, but one day you you will be fine you can you can finish your studies and i remember right after i finished my studies then i became a teacher then i got a little room uh, middle of the, the little jungle the, uh, i had a, a little bathroom and also a little kitchen so uh, also the area most they don't like to go because surrounded by cemetery so i i used to live close to the cemetery because um, so that's how i i live how i live there but um, the thing is, as I mentioned you, sometimes they are not happy. Then uh, I always helping them, telling them, advising them. And I can see also, when I see, uh, maybe some, I know many people, you visited Sri Lanka and Thad and you also. And uh, then, um, and also when I, after I moved here, so I can see here, you have everything. Sometimes people, they are not happy. They are comparing and uh, they are always worrying. They are not uh, content. They are not satisfied. But I can always see you have everything to stay happy, stay relaxed. Uh, so maybe I'm wrong, but how, that's how I can see here people and here life. And there's a wonderful story I'm always telling. Maybe some of you have heard this story from other monks. And the story is, <clears throat> we we all know about the ravens, the crows, they are everywhere, the bird. And uh, one day there was a raven, he was thinking, I want to find the most happiest, most beautiful bird in the world. Then he was thinking, then right away, who came to his mind? The parrot. He was thinking, I want to go and talk to parrot. <laughs> then he went to, he went to see the parrot. Then right after he went to see the parrot, he said, See, you are uh, such a beautiful bird. Parrot has a very colorful, beautiful uh, feathers, the beautiful peak. Also, they can talk. And then Raven told him, You can talk. People love you. People want to protect you. Uh, they, they, they raise you as a pet. I think you are the, such a luckiest and beautiful and wonderful bird in this world. That's how I can see you. Then, um, what's a parrot? He said, yes, you're right. Thank you for saying that. But I think the world most happiest and beautiful bird is peacock. You know about peacock? <laughs> so then uh, Raven was thinking, wow, I didn't think about that. Then Raven, he went to see the peacock. You know about peacock. He has a really beautiful feathers. People love him. The uh, Raven told, you know what? Uh, the peacock, people love you. Nobody going to hurt you. They want to protect you. I think you are the happiest and beautiful bird in this world. Then um, peacock said, you are right, but I am not a happiest and beautiful bird in the world. I think the world most happiest and beautiful bird is swang. And peacock was thinking, wow. That's right. I want to go and talk to Swang. Then he went to see the Swang, and he he told, "See, your your feathers are wonderful. They are bright 
pure white people love you nobody going to kill you and uh, then he was appreciating swang he was listening then what swang told it was very interesting he said yes you are right i know you met parrot i know you met a peacock now you are finally here but i am not the happiest and beautiful bird in this world the world happiest bird is you he pointed at raven then what he said see you can fly everywhere you can eat whatever you want sometimes some food we can eat but you can eat whatever you want you can sleep wherever you like people are not going to kill you and uh, i think you are the happiest and beautiful bird in this world i think you can also think the same way i think you individual you all are happiest and beautiful people in this world sometimes we are always comparing so that's the nature of our mind the nature of the human beings we all are comparing and the first thing is in order to live a happy life stop comparing and that we always do i have, they do have this but i don't have people always comparing it is very bad so stop uh, comparing each other and also always buddha taught us and other all the religions the teachers they they are telling us the last week tuesday and me and tard we were at uh, antioch uh, community high school and we had a program the all the kids and they had many many question about buddhism and buddhist teachings and about our life and sometimes um, they never met a monk it was the first time they met a monk then uh, i was also talking with them these teachings and uh, some had a really interesting questions and i think it is very wonderful if you teach your kids to happy what you have be satisfied what you have then they will have a wonderful life and um, i think uh, this is the uh, little message i want to tell you and please think about and always be happy what you have don't try to compare your life to others and you are such a wonderful beautiful people and also one more thing i want to tell you and um, i know some people these days have come to temple they are asking about our families and some of you know in sri lanka these days not good and um, some of you are asking and i just want to tell you we all the monks our families they are good so the people are living good but there's something going on and people want to change so uh, so uh, some people are concerning i just want to tell you we the our families and everyone bhante sujad he is there and he is and everyone is doing good and uh, thank so much for coming and have a beautiful day <coughs> tyler any announcements Good morning everybody. Is this working? Yeah, it is. Wow, I've been uh I've been away for about 6 weeks. This room is a lot fuller. Uh the, the I you can feel people like reemerging back into connectedness. It's really nice. Um Bonte, thank you for your great talk. I thank uh you. <clears throat> Some evening uh maybe uh 10 years ago, I'm in Sri Lanka in Paradinia right below the temple. where those snakes were and there's about <laughs> 10 of us and um 
we were probably had been in country 20 days by then. And so for my experience of Sri Lanka is you get there and you're overwhelmed with the beauty and you're so excited about the rice and curry for the first meal. And then all of a sudden you realize that there's rice and curry for the second and third and fourth <laughs> meal. And so moving into like week four or five or six, even the, the concept of rice and curry is revolting. And so, and so we're at this, we're at this space, uh, this meal, and all of a sudden there's, um, fresh salad being, uh, being put on our plates. And so I, there's like 10 of us and I see the salad arriving at everyone's plates and I'm just like in like this euphoric, um, uh, I'm having this euphoria. And then, all of a sudden, I get afraid because, you know, for, for six weeks, I had been like taking Pepto-Bismol before each meal and being really careful about what water I drink and very nervous about my system to not get ill. And lettuce was, was, uh, by my doctor father was Sri Lanka and here all this, these salad, fresh salads come out. So I lean over to Bonte and I said, Bonte, I am so worried. Are we, can we eat this? He's quiet for a minute, and he goes, no, and he takes my plate away and hands it back to the server, and everyone else eats the salad, and I got more rice and curry, and I, and I was so mad, and I said, Bonte, why, why take my salad away? He goes, you'll get sick, because your mind already accepted sickness in association with the salad. So the next morning, we go to Subodoram. And you walk up these stairs to this area where there's a big, beautiful Buddha in the middle, surrounded by 28 Buddhas all around. And I had been waiting for years to get to this space. Before we arrive to the top of the stairs, sitting at the top of the stairs is a giant uh, poisonous snake. <clears throat> Maybe four feet on this side of the snake, four feet on this side of the snake, to get to the place I've longed to be for all these years. And... The, uh, I, I stop and I'm mortified and I'm like, oh my God, I, I can't go through. Well, you can imagine now what happens. Bonte goes, nope, you can't go over there. And he takes a monk, has the monk escort me to another space while everyone else in our group walks right by the snake and goes and sees the beautiful space. And so, um, when we got back, this is the, the, the funny story. You guys all chant today, right? In the middle of our session, you chant. Well, do you, you know, we then ref, repeat the English translation of the chant. We do that because of my revulsion to the lettuce and the snake. Because before that, we were just chanting, and I didn't know what we were chanting. It sounded cool. But after those two teachings about how mind is the forerunner of all states, we decided to start practicing in English so that we could capture that teaching, that, that we make we make stories come true through our mind, don't we? Isn't it a powerful lesson? So thank you for your snake story. That was really wonderful. Um, I'm super excited to talk about, uh, about something today that uh, is, has just happened here. So uh, who's been here a really long time, like longer than 10 years? Todd, yep, Jason, okay, a few of us. Um, when we, when we got here, this was not our place. This was a Unitarian church and had been for a very long time and other churches a hundred years before that. And when we got here, it looked entirely different. Um, and we had these amazing stained glass that did not necessarily reflect what people would have thought of as a Buddhist temple's stained glass. 
And uh, a lot of controversy swirled around that as we began the initial phases of renovation. Um, and there was no controversy swirling Bonte with that. He was absolute that they would be remaining here. Uh, and that Jesus and Buddha would be residing together. However, the church that we uh, bought, the congregation we bought this church from, they did have uh, nine windows in this other room that represented um, some uh, meaning in the Unitarian Church. I think it might have been earth, wind, fire, you know, elements kind of, kind of windows. They took those to their new space. And so for the last decade, we've had just uh, fogged windows in that room. And uh, so we're really, really pleased to announce that uh, a long vision of ours uh, is starting to come true. So if you look in there now, you'll see in the middle, there'll be four windows on either side. In the middle, there is a lotus, uh, a beautiful lotus stained glass. And then uh, over all the way to the right is the first of what will be eight windows. And the first window is um, up. And you might not recognize the phrasing, and that's what I want to talk about for a minute. <coughs> so those windows uh, casually could be referred to as the Eightfold Path, something that many of us are referred to, uh, are familiar with. And so uh, the Eightfold Path in, uh, in English translation and in casual terms, we refer to it as right understanding, right thought, right speech, right action, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness, right concentration. Um, and so I wanted to, uh, Todd, you, you probably are the best versed person in house to talk about this. Buddhism is anti-literal. That's how I like to call it. Um, so there are probably 17 ways to talk about the Eightfold Path. Uh, right, right concentration would be one way. Harmonious concentration might be another way. There's, there's so many ways. In Buddhism, whenever you see something, assume that you might read it 10 different ways, meaning the same thing. Uh, but I looked up the definition of right today. So the, the definition is true or correct as a fact. So right concentration, right livelihood, right speech. Using the word right... And then you look up the definition, it says true or correct as a fact. There's a, there's a, there is a direct conflict with that word and the teachings of the Buddha, because the Buddha's core teaching is come and see, don't come and believe. Make sense? So I also looked up the word harmonious. The definition of harmonious is tuneful, not discordant, and free from disagreement or dissent. <clears throat> tuneful not discordant, free from disagreement or dissent. So think about the kind of the harshness of the word right and sort of the open spaciousness of the word harmonious, right? So we are thrilled to announce um, that our first stained glass is up. And we did, uh, Bonte chose the word harmonious uh, instead of right. And so using the, the, the liberal looseness that is allowed within Buddhism, he, he uh, chose that. And uh, it feels, feels really, really lovely to see that happen. Um, so I want to just ask you all to uh, give real thanks to June and Duane. You guys have given us a huge gift donating those first two stained glass. And so on behalf of Bhante Sujatha and all of the congregation of the Blue Lotus Temple, we're so grateful for your generosity. Thank you so much. Thank you.
We have seven more to go, so uh, the, 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 the Lotus is up there, and our first, uh, our first stained glass is up, seven more to go. Uh, we'll be announcing at Wasaka Day how uh, families can get involved in uh, generously participating in sponsoring the next seven. So we'll get into that at Wasaka Day, and we look forward to uh, eventually seeing those complete. As with things at the Blue Lotus, usually we ruminate them about them for a long time and manifest them in an instant. So my guess is that the empty glass that you saw for a decade will not be empty for very long now that the momentum has started. That's kind of how we roll. A uh, couple of announcements. We have lunches today uh, that we have still have a few left. So if you want to order those in the bookstore, pick up between 11.30 and 12.30. You all know the procession comes outside back past by the downstairs uh, door. So we'd uh, be happy to have you order a few more of those as we have some extras. Um, we have uh, a big event coming up for Wasaka Day. This is uh, our Buddha Day celebration. We're thrilled to be in person for the first time in a couple of years. And so uh, we hope this to be a momentous one. And so we do have some opportunities for volunteer sign-up. So the, the table over there has about four different clipboards for various things that we need support on. Cleaning, setup, teardown, parade marshals, uh, food prep, Etc. 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 So if you're looking for a way to practice generosity in the form of physical action, we have lots of opportunity for that there. And then we also have financial needs. We have a lot of visiting monastics coming to help celebrate with us that day. And so we do have a tradition of handing them a uh, uh, a gift of dana or generosity to help cover their their expenses, whether they're driving or flying, their food, all of that. They we we keep them here in house, but we have to get them here. And so we're asking for donations. You can sponsor a whole monk for $150 or part of a monk for any denomination less than that. And the sign-up sheet is on the uh, table over there. Uh, really, that's about it. The only thing I want to end with is um, the uh, what happens it when you dig into Buddhist study is one thing leads you to another, which then turns around and leads you to another, and then turns around and leads you to another. And so um, I was, I'm, I'm really intrigued by our use of the word harmonious. Uh, and what that means. And it turns out that the Buddha taught a, uh, a specific lesson called the Six har Harmonies of Living in Community with Mindfulness. And so I wanted to share those with you. One is to be harmonious physically, to be harmonious verbally, to be harmonious mentally, to be harmonious in the precepts that we keep, to be harmonious in the views that we hold, and to be harmonious in how we share and receive. So what's cool is we can have our eightfold path up there, but even a word within the words takes us to a whole new teaching and lesson and practice. So if you ever think you're done, you're uh, uh, sadly mistaken. The work continues. Thanks, everybody. I hope you have a great weekend. Thank you, Tyler, our wonderful board president. <laughs> and uh, so uh, I forgot uh, to welcome new people. So if you have any new people, please raise your hand, say your name. You want to welcome? Okay, and please your name? Dan. Hi, Dan. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome, Hi, welcome Joanne, to the temple. Welcome. David, welcome to the temple. welcome. Anyone new? Welcome to the temple. Welcome to the temple. Welcome. 
Okay, and we have welcome package for you afterward. Please come and thank you so much for coming. And if you are new, you can. And one more quick it. announcement: um, because we're starting to fill back up again, we just want to remind some folks of the procedures. So uh, right now, we are masking is optional, uh, based on your own personal preference, um, and uh, we're doing our best to uh, just just follow the most common protocol around that, and asking everyone to really keep their mindfulness and take care of themselves and honor their own comfort with that. Uh, and as things change, we'll obviously announce it. Most of our classes are coming back in person. As far as our physical space, a reminder that anybody who sits on the back wall, that is the space where you can sit safely knowing you will not be in any pictures or in any social media. Everywhere else is open to possible pictures or posting on social, just, you know, of group views. But if you're in the back row, that means that you will not be on any social. You, yeah, so that, that I, I think that's partly why I'm rephrasing it, is I think we kind of lost, in the pandemic, we lost some of those procedures. So we're just kind of trying to firm that back up, because I know some people really would prefer that to be the case. So 